Hello and welcome to 16 Ounce Cinema's Subcult Series. I'm TJ. I'm here with Angus. Hey, how's it going? And what we do here on Subcult is we bring to light movies that should be cult, we think, or but they're not quite there. Uh, and so well, now we... Uh, originally it started like that, but some of them that we watched we realized, ooh, no, not a cult movie like to yeah, the shitty well, sequels for sure but right i i we did i gotta go ahead i got i gotta say like i've never seen this movie before you're the one that's been hyping this one up i have and a history with it all i can say is this 100 percent should be on this show it only so, has one knock against it and that is that it was a box office success that's the only was knock it? from like official cult status. Yes, it quadrupled its budget. It was made Holy on the shit. for twelve million dollars and made forty-eight million dollars. Holy crap! And for that time, was that's extremely successful. Yes. Holy um, shit! It also shot at um like a one of those like you know how they used to shoot movies at theme parks. That was a thing in the late eighties. Like they did yeah. Psycho Four. This was shot at one of those out in Australia. For Warner oh, Brothers really? Village Roadshow. It was out in Queensland, Australia. So they shot it at a theme park. Damn, man. Because I want to visit the set. Like, this shit was cool, but I don't want to go to fucking yeah. Australia. Well, I read, too, that part of it was actually in a prison. Like, according to the IMDb trivia. But then Wikipedia says it was shot. I guess it must maybe shot in part there at the studios. But, yeah, imagine seeing this thing getting filmed. Dude. Crazy. Well, we might as well say what it is. <laughs> Fortress. From 1992, starring basically everyone in here everyone. is cult on some level. You have Christopher well, Lambert. Can, have... can I say? Can I say real quick? Like I, when I'm watching yeah. this, because like I said, this was when I saw those opening credits roll. I just kept going, "Holy shit! Holy <laughs> shit, dude!" Like, and it just kept getting bigger for me. I'm like Tom Tolls. Yeah. Like this is amazing. <laughs> Kurtwood Smith, Clifton Collin Juniors, Jeffrey Combs, Vernon Wells. Yes, Vernon Wells. Like fuck, dude. And then to see the director too blew my fucking mind. Right. So there's two things I like didn't know about this movie. First of all, I've always called it the Fortress, but it's just Fortress. Yeah. And somehow it just flew under my radar that Stuart Gordon directed it. Dude, by far his biggest movie ever. And I've never even seen this, like, in his tops of anything. Whenever, Wait, like, how, how does how does no one talk about this when Stuart Gordon directed it? Exactly. Like, that was the most shocking thing to me, like, is when I saw that. Because, like, everybody it's knows so Stuart good. Gordon for fucking Reanimator and all the Full Moon, like, things. And not only like Full Moon, but the like the H.P. Lovecraft movies that he does. Right. And but, that's the only reason I could think is because it's sci fi instead of straight horror. And it's not as extremely gruesome and graphic as dude, any of his other movies at all. It, it's pretty it's still gory. gory. It's gory as shit, dude. Like I was blown away by it. But you said you had like a history with this movie. See, well, yeah. No. And actually watching this movie, there's a lot of like fear that came back up that this movie makes me very uncomfortable um now so i used to think it was like when i was six but then i saw that this movie came out in 1992 so given that i saw it on tv i saw it on tv at probably eight years old 
And I just remember it scared the shit out of me. And the thing that really got me was like, I knew that jails weren't like that. <laughs> but I assumed that once I was an adult, it, it would, would be, be like the that. future and jails would be like that. And so I was, I, it gave me this horrible fear of going to jail, not for like normal, like, you know, you get beat up, murdered, raped or whatever. No, I thought by the time I was grown up, if I went to jail, <laughs> they would put an intestinator in me. And if I crossed a yellow line, they'd give me pain. And if I crossed a red line, they'd give me death. God, <laughs> that that is a frightening like reality for a child to think about, like your future. Like, yeah. you know, what's crazy is like, I, th I think Mike may be in on this, too. I'm not 100%, but, like, none of us have been to jail, like, for um, anything, or even, like, a prison Mike's stay. Been to jail. Has he? For, okay, never mind. He had to, <laughs> he, yeah, he's been to jail. It was, like, a, a technicality, because he was driving with, like, a suspended license, and he had oh. to put, like, a warrant out for his arrest. So, for, like, basically car registration and licensing stuff. Oh, so he shit, had to man. technically go turn himself in and he basically sat in wherever in probably a holding area yeah. for like 90 minutes. Oh, that's and it? And he got out. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, he got in 90 minutes. He pays his, pays his <laughs> fines and they process his paperwork and let him go. But so technically, though, he's been to prison. <laughs> Not prison holding. <laughs> well, we went down to the the prison on Gun Club Road, <laughs> the big huge building. Dude, I walked in. I was like, "You're gonna turn yourself in, buddy." <laughs> and he's like, "You're a good friend for doing this with me." <laughs> you were like his like buddy who turns him on the right path from his yes. fucking life of crime. Yeah, I, mean, I helped set him straight. That's why he's living <laughs> with me now. You know, he just needs a second chance. <laughs> Dude, after his scared straight moment. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Now that he's um now that he's gone and gotten his masters, he's just living with me for a minute so he doesn't abuse his master's degree. Dude, I, I just like the idea of him like going in for 90 minutes and it's just like some yes. big black dude yelling at him and like a bunch of children like, Y'all ready for this shit? You keep living this Renew life. your license! <laughs> it's very important! We have laws <laughs> in this country. <laughs> they have a bunch of like dangerous guys who never renewed their licenses come out. <laughs> fucking their lives are like just fucking insane now. <laughs> <laughs> they drove on with a suspended license because they didn't pay a speeding ticket. Well, we had some technical difficulties. We were at the part where we were talking about like being scared of going to prison. And I was saying how it was weird oh, neither of us right. have ever been. It's not weird, but like it seems like most people have. I don't know. Like, I've done some jail time, and we're lucky enough not to, and I want to keep it that way. Because I would be just like that first guy he saw on the bus who lost his shit. Uh, the first guy, yeah, I think I would I would be, like, all, like, on the bus. I'd be like... And then as soon oh. as I got in there, I'd be done. Yeah, me too. I, I Like I said, I never identified with a character more than that guy. <laughs> Uh, we didn't do we if we did finish the cast of the technical difficulties made me feel like 20 minutes went past when only when it was only like three. Um, <laughs> and we were off topic about Mike. I guess we just get right into it, which is yeah. one great thing about this movie is that within like three and a half minutes, 
You're in. Christopher Lambert <laughs> is in prison. Yep. <laughs> and we learn that his crime is that his wife was pregnant with their second child because you're not allowed to have a second pregnancy. Which not is not alone like you you can't that. have more than one kid. You should get a mulligan. He said his kid died, so they're yeah, gonna have exactly. another one. You should be able to have a mulligan. Like that won't hurt the population. Not like you and, get one shot, and if the kid dies, you're done. And that's what was pissing me off about like them enforcing that law and stuff. I was like, well, they keep talking about like the overpopulation shit. It doesn't matter if one's been eliminated, though. I mean, that's a shitty way to explain your child death and elimination, but it's... Well, like, I guess they probably have the law because what this corporation, one of the things that freaked me out as a kid about this movie is corporations is that the prison is owned by mintel dude, dude this is gonna be amazon in like fucking four years i'm telling you in four years amazon is gonna act um population limit laws and if you go over it abortion is also going to be illegal so what they do is take your kids and turn them into weird cyborg clones yep <laughs> Which is getting ahead of ourselves a little bit. But. Well, the thing is, like, I, I was going to say, like, we talked about, like, them, like, swallowing the thing in the stomach and, like, it tracks and can make I you hurt or anything. That like, that's basically, like, them wanting to chip us. Like, Bill Gates is suggesting right. chipping human beings. Like, that's what this is, dude. It's fucking insane. So uh, little eight-year-old TJ was not far off in his fears of the future. No, you were fucking 100% right in those fears. Like your like parents may have been like, it's okay. That's not going to happen. Like, no, that, that oh, I totally watched happen. this alone <laughs> on UPN or whatever. I just, uh, <laughs> I was just sitting there like I watched the whole thing. just mouth open like, oh, my God. I, I still imagine like you like wake up from nightmares and shit. And like, Prison, fortress, fortress, <laughs> don't <laughs> destiny me. <laughs> they Father said from that '70s show, Evil. <laughs> I love too how much they said either the intestinator, intestinate, <laughs> or intestination. Those are all <laughs> badass like band weird, names. Like, intestination sounds like a weird tag team. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, like I was just thinking, like they were like kind of like kind of. Like door grind bands, intestinator. Yeah, I can see that for the intestinator. Yeah. <laughs> and by the time I thought, like, man, I really need to like do a tally of how many times they said it, they were basically done with it. Once I decided that, I had three intestinates, one <laughs> intestinator, and one intestination, and I started that about thirty-five minutes into the movie. Oh man. Yeah, because yeah. after a while, they can get rid of them. Right, but yeah, once they're 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 starting to think of escape, but before that, as they're getting into the prison, I swear they're saying that one variation of intestinator like five times a minute. <laughs> I didn't even catch on to but, that. No wonder that thing stuck with me. They were doing subliminal messaging, <laughs> so they introduced the idea. They're just intestinator, intestinator, intestinate, intestination, intestinator inside you, intestinator. Yep. Like I was saying, when they were, I was talking about like the chips and shit, like there's people that think like the, the COVID fucking vaccine is like a part of this. What if that has oh the intestinator goodness. in it? Like, what if that's their big fear? I bet you the Johnson and Johnson one does. <laughs> like that, that's every, like all these conspiracy theories. Big thing is they don't want intestinators in them. Like, I know what you're <laughs> up to mean, government. That's, that's, fair 
Uh, that's a valid fear that the government's going to put in <laughs> testinators in us. Okay, so also with their method of putting it in, I have two things, uh, more things about the intestinator, and I'm sure it's going to come up again. First of all, it's horrifying. They basically, you have to suck this giant metal cock to the back of your yeah. throat to they, shoot it in you. Yes, and they put you put your head through a glory hole, basically, to do it. <laughs> it's the opposite like, effect damn. of how a glory hole works. It's like you're not supposed to see the head. They put the head out and then fucking jack it into your mouth. And the other thing I didn't remember as a kid is that thing is almost the size of a ping pong ball. Yeah, it's huge. That would cause blockage inside you. Yes, absolutely. You would have to try and pass that at some point or else it would cause a lot of problems. Right. Is it actually maybe not in the intestine and it's in the stomach? Because how would it even pass out of your stomach? It's that big. Yeah, I don't know. Like it no, seems if to me- it did sit in the stomach, though. That would kind of work because it would fill up part of your stomach and reduce your appetite, and then the prison could get away with feeding you less. Maybe it has like a little buoy system cared, in it, where it can it like float on your acid. St- yeah, floats in the stomach acid, so it never I goes down where you have to like shit it out or anything. It's just right. like kind of like buoying there, floating. I um, I always kind of pictured it like lodges into the flesh somehow, but then it might give you an ulcer. Oof, dude, have, have you well, ever had an that ulcer? Or maybe, no. Oh I my thought God. I've had ulcers before, but I didn't. I've had it. I did really like, bad. So how do you you know that it's an ulcer? I know. I mean, I know there's like that that lemon juice test, right? You just drink a little bit of citric yeah. acid and it kills you. Yeah, and I went to the I went to the doctor and it was for sure. Do you know how it happened? It's so fucking it's such a fat guy way to get an you ulcer. Swallowed a metal marble thinking it was an intestinator. No, that would be that would be After way sticking cooler. Sticking your head in a glory hole and sucking a metal cog. <laughs> it's just metal cogs just fucking cause it. Yes, anybody that gets one, it's because they sucked metal cogs to glory holes. <laughs> he got it at a gore concert. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's super embarrassing. Like, and it's fucked up because they have it now, and I got one two weeks ago. But Little Caesar, no, 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 no. Oh. Little Caesars <laughs> has this pizza. It's called the Pretzel Crust Pizza, and mm-hmm. it's like overly salted and shit. But they, they use cheddar cheese sauce instead of regular sauce, pepperoni, and then like this is giant pretzel crust. I was in love with that pizza. I got it four times in less than like a week, and that's all I ate. And this was when I was still married and shit. But I didn't share it. I bought the pizza for myself and wouldn't. Chair. I just ate four entire pizzas in less than a week of this shit. And if you saw oh the, gosh. and if you saw the amount of fucking um, like uh, salt that they put on it, it was just ungodly. So, anyways, uh. I like I started to feel like this like horrific pain in my like stomach. And it was just eaten away and just fucking painful. Like I was out for five days, like bed rest. Whoa. Because I ate pizza too much. So Little Caesars intestinated you? Yeah, basically. So I'm telling everybody right now, that pizza is out there. It's, it's, it's out for a limited time at the moment. I had one again, and I remembered. I was like, oh, man, this is a mistake. Do not do it. I'm warning everybody, do not do it. It's so delicious, it will ruin Definitely your life. don't do four of them in a week. Yeah, especially don't do four of them in a week. But I'm just letting you know, if you try one, you will do four in a week. 
So don't do it. <laughs> I just want to get that message out to the kids. <laughs> All right, 16 on cinema, serving the community. Don't eat Little Caesar's um, pizza, pretzel pizza. And now back to our scheduled programming. <laughs> um, the production design in this is amazing. Dude, For incredible. Being a relatively cheap movie, I just can't believe how thoroughly this world is created. Th- that's what shocked me most is I was like, holy shit, a Stuart Gordon movie looks this good. Right? Like blown away. It's even... Even like twelve million, it just seems that he did so well with the money he's given. I, I thought um, until you told me that, dude, I thought it was more. I was like, this was this was a thirty million dollar like, picture. Looks, exactly, it looks like even for nineteen ninety two, it looks like a thirty million dollar movie. It looks insane. Um, I love that there's no railings for dude, the prisoners. That uh, was there, so they they go down basically uh, like a like a cylinder down underground. Yeah. And it's got a big open area and each level is the cells and they cut off these like bridges so that you can't get off of these platforms. But they're basically, yeah, just layered down, looking out into this gaping hole in the ground with no railings on every level. Okay, I just want to get this out there. Like I only wrote like six notes because Mm -hmm. I was so invested in this movie. And my very last one was lack of railings is scary. Right, so there's no railing kills in this movie. That's no. knock number two. <laughs> yeah, I guess that is kind of a knock against it. But like it, what it did was the no railings are added to the like tension of it, man. Like that fight scene. Right. Like, I was like fucking on the edge of my seat, dude. Right. It really emphasizes like they do not care if you live or die in the fortress. Yeah. It's fucking terrifying. Um, <laughs> So as soon as he gets there, we meet uh, Jeffrey Combs with long hair and Coke bottle eyeglasses and At first Clifton I didn't Colin Juniors. I didn't recognize Jeffrey Combs See, at first until he spoke. And I was like, oh, this is him with crazy hair. Like, that's great. He looked like a computer way, hacker. It was awesome. Yeah, he looked spot on for his character. And the way yeah. I remembered this, I thought he was the prison director not Kurtwood Smith. So as soon as Kurtwood Smith shows up, I was like in a whole like loop. I was like, well, well then where's Jeffrey Combs? What does yeah. he do? And his role is so good. Oh, um, he was perfect. The, the other buddy Christopher Lambert makes is Clifton Collin Jr. Basically looking like Mario Lopez. Just <laughs> yeah, this, like young Spanish buddy. He was great and, too. Oh, and the first advice he's given is don't dream and i this part was scary too i don't didn't stick with me from being a kid but i was just like fuck it must have been in there from when i was a kid obviously yeah but i mean i would have watched it edited but yeah so the very next thing he does is after he's told don't dream he dreams of sex and a nice ass dude my favorite part of this i don't know how well your copy looked but on mine it like the because i did i did a blu-ray rip and yeah, Dude, you could see his ball sack. You could see Christopher Lambert's ball sack. <laughs> I didn't catch clear that. I was as looking at the butt. <laughs> it, it was literally what my eyes were drawn to was his nut sack. Like you could see because it wouldn't necessarily have to be out. You think it was unsimulated? I, I don't know. That's what's fucked up because there is no reason for his ball sack to be out. But you could see <laughs> right? it, hairs and all. I'm not joking. <laughs> Did you zoom in on it? 
Well, I no, but I got up close to look. <laughs> I was like, if I see his balls here on Facebook, it's like that'll be my new profile. Like, I was just picturing you pausing it. You get up off the couch and walk across the living room, kind of like <laughs> squinted at your TV. It's like that was your balls. More balls because I was like, what's going on? Creature for Lambert's hairy testicles <laughs> on my TV screen, right <laughs> under that nice butt. <laughs> I was even I didn't even know there was a butt in the shot. <laughs> to me it was just Lambert balls. Oh. <laughs> if it wouldn't derail the show, I'd almost look it up just Dude, that all, all Don't that derail like, it. Oh my god, you're right. It's his balls. Don't derail it, but um, go back and watch that. I'm telling you, you see them clear as fuck. So then it turns out that Kurtwood Smith, he's up in his like quarters, his apartment, just watching Christopher Lambert's sex dreams, which is pretty horrifying. Yeah. And he's his little computer says this thought process is unauthorized. So they give Christopher Lambert hor- intestinator pain for just dreaming like he had no control yes. over that. Like, right. It- he had a nice dream. Oh, and uh, I mean. The bravery on this guy to first night in prison, he just lays down and has a wet dream. Like, he's that comfortable already. Well, he knows his wife got away from the cop. So he's like, that's what made him. Because he, he even said what to the guy, like, hey, how are you so cool about this? You're doing 31 years. Oh, yeah, he's like, he was my, smiling. My wife, my got, wife away got away with her child. So, like, he was really happy. So, like, you got to give him that, man. Like, he is a true man. Uh, the the mind wipe ghosts. These are so. There's this torture device called the mind wipe, that basically leaves you a zombie, as they then the prisoners are still there in the population. They call them the mind wipe ghosts. Those guys also scared me. I oh was really? Pretty. Sus- I was susceptible to like the idea of like the living death of having your brain Dude, wiped. That sounds awful. Like in just watching him like walk around like that or not him but like just one of yeah. Yeah, one of my most vivid like childhood movie memories is in planet of the apes they lobotomize one of the uh astronauts and like it's the scene where charlton heston is a talking human and they think that's so crazy and he's like oh no there was others with me they also talk and they're like okay well let's I'll let you meet him and he starts yelling at him to talk and he's like why won't you talk and then he turns him and he has this huge scar across the top of his head where they took out part of his brain yeah uh, that stuff yeah mm. between fortress and planet of the apes <laughs> dude you just... in these like crazy post-apocalyptic fucking worlds man like <laughs> i just like cramming them when i was eight years old and <laughs> shitting my pants about what the world was gonna be like when i was 30 Dude, you should have turned out like an Al Gore type or something. (laughs) Fear-mongering the future. (laughs) Intestinators and lobotomies. (laughs) That's what the government wants from us. That's what this common core education is. It's preparation for our lobotomies. That's hilarious. Uh, One of the notes I did want to get out just because I think it's funny is I think this movie did something. Um, you know how they're all wearing those jumpsuits with the barcodes and shit? Yes. I think Slipknot was inspired by oh, Fortress. Totally. <laughs> the, it's the, it's the same the jumpsuit. Sa- same color as their original jumpsuits and everything. Same barcodes and shit. I think Slipknot right. stole that from fucking Fortress. 
Oh, do you think they like they argued over which character they were? Like they're fighting like Corey Taylor's like trying to fight to say he's Clifton <laughs> Collin Jr. Yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah. I, I want to be the one eight seven guy. Like he was so scary. <laughs> the well, wasn't that Vernon Wells? Yeah. Yeah, so you're gonna be Vernon Wells. I was gonna say Vernon Wells would probably be the next one fought over. <laughs> Because he was, like, the badass. <laughs> like He was great. Yeah. And so they get in this huge fight, him and, uh, am I getting ahead of myself? Da, 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 da. Yeah, you go through your notes. Oh, I'm I getting ahead of myself. It's written, so I'll just chill here with you. Okay, so, so, um, it was Vernon Wells, right? Who was... Yeah, the, who was 187. Who tried to, to rape, um... What's his name? Clifton Collin Juniors. Yeah. Juniors? Junior. So he does that and they get in a big fight and then they have to go to Solitary, which Solitary sucks. Oh, dude, Solitary's scary as shit. You just have to basically, you have to stand in place on a platform with burning lasers all around you. Like and very you tightly. All, dude, they, these things are so bad that Vernon Wells spits at Clifton Collins Jr. And it like... It hurts Clifton Cullen Juniors because it fries. I keep calling him Juniors. Yeah, I, I don't know why, but I was just letting it go. I'm like, okay, maybe he's multiple Juniors. I, I you know, I, I gotta, uh, I gotta just call him Clifton or something. <laughs> okay, I'm fine with that. So is Vernon? Was it was Vernon this guy or the guy who who stayed later in the movie? Because they kind of no, look no. the same, and I the, wasn't sure which was which. I don't want to sound who, stupid looking back. No, the guy who was stayed later was Tom Towles. Okay, I don't really know and, Tom Towles. Uh, he's been in. He was in Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. He played Otis O'Toole in that, opposite uh, Michael Rooker. And okay. it's fucking. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's really no. fucking disturbing. I I I don't think you would like it. Oh, he's it, in. I see. He's in a lot of these uh, Rob no, Zombie movies and shit. Yeah, Night of the Living Dead remake, the Tom Savini one from nineteen ninety. Yeah, I got. I got to meet him at my first con, like at a pool party, and got a picture with him mm-hmm. and talked to him and shit. Like, I wish I knew about this movie. I just talked to him about fucking Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, but like, fuck, man. Now I'm just focused on this. Like, I, I want. He's the the voice of a German Shepherd in Doctor Doolittle, starring Eddie Murphy. Really? I, that's weird credit. I wouldn't expect that. <laughs> but he was a cool dude, man. Like, I liked him. He was wearing, like, a fun, like, shirt, like, a, like kind of like a party shirt with skulls on it and stuff, but it wasn't a full party shirt. It was only a half party shirt. It's really cool. That's weird. Oh, just, yeah. like, a plain back? Yeah, like, it had, like, stripes of it, I think. I got, I got, I'll send you a picture. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so then they're in solitary, and solitary sucks. Uh, and... And then we learn that not this is going to put it in the uh, cults area. We learn that not only are there men there in a separate wing, mm-hmm. are the women, including Christopher Lambert's wife, which makes this also a women in prison movie. Yep. I didn't even think and, about that part. <laughs> yeah, I was like, holy shit, it's also a women in prison movie. It yeah. has everything. And we see some of the struggles of the women over there, too. Mm-hmm. And they're getting their babies taken away from them and all that. Yeah. Mentel. Um, so next up, Vernon Wells and Christopher Lambert get in this huge, awesome fight. 
that ends with them on this tiny little ledge. And I forget what the name they had for this gun was, but they had this turret that turret that comes down uh, up and down from like the whole uh, all the levels. Yeah. And it just comes down and puts a hole straight through Vernon Wells. Dude, huge. And like blew out like his entire stomach. Moment. Yeah, it was so good, too, because he looks down at it like, oh, fuck. And then even Christopher Lambert, like, Christopher Lambert looks genuinely horrified yeah. at the effect. <laughs> he looks at it like, oh, shit. Dude, it, it was really well done. and like It was amazing. <laughs> that's that's the point where I started counting the intestinators and only came up with uh, five of them. So yeah. they, they kind of chilled out about the intestinators after that. Uh, so now Christopher Lambert survived and he goes into the mind wipe chamber and he has all these crazy visions. The worst of which was Kurtwood Smith sitting in a chair with a baby in a jar. Oh yeah. The baby freaked me out. But, but also looking. in the midst of this, I actually wrote in my notes, Brinnick with Christopher Lambert's character's name has more sex dreams than a horny teenager. <laughs> he loves it, dude. <laughs> It's, so he's getting his mind wiped and basically everything that's getting erased from his mind is all these damn sex dreams with his wife. Yeah. And Kurt Smith is watching them all. Dude, what would suck about my mind wipe is it would just be like episodes of Simpsons and King of the Hill, like repeated. <laughs> like you'd have, you'd have to wipe the same episodes like 30 times. <laughs> I think mine would just leave them confused because I'd have like the same memories, but then told different ways. Like, oh, wait, maybe it happened this way. I don't know. I don't remember. And then like sex dreams. <laughs> Mine's the equivalent of like deleting your fucking your DVR. Yeah. <laughs> That's my memory system. Howard Stern episodes. Opie yeah. and Anthony episodes. <laughs> oh, dude, I didn't even think about the ONA episodes. Holy shit. Yeah. There's so much to wait. Jim Norton bits. <laughs> Hilarious. Dude, they'd be so bored uh, watching that if like you know how like they watched a mind one with the little thing. Was in the he track. even a person? What is this? <laughs> Thirty-three years and this is all he did. <laughs> this, this guy is just a fucking walking, like incarnate Simpsons episode with three podcasts. <laughs> That's hilarious. And with a chorus light in his hand. (laughs) Bud light tonight, baby. (laughs) Uh, So so I wanted something fruity tonight, but I had nothing fruity to drink. So I'm just having straight bourbon. Oh, hell yeah. I'm into it. Uh, So now Lambert's been in the mind wipe for three days and Kurtwood Smith makes this deal with the wife. He wants the wife to come up there into his apartment and live with him. Uh, in exchange for letting Lambert out. Can I say who he is really quick so that people would know the name? Because it's not like really a oh, famous sure. thing. He is I most, guess you're right. He's most famous for being Red on that 70s show, in right. my opinion. And That's Clarence what, I think, Boddicker and Robocop. Those are his and two. Robocop. Like, everyone will know him from one or the other. Yeah. Bitches leave. And he's just so damn good as like a bad guy. He is. He's, he's so great good in this too because he's like, he is the bad guy, but he's also damaged and under control because we find out in this next scene that he's one of the Mentel babies, and what mm-hmm. they do with them is they turn them into these sexless slaves, basically. 
Yeah. So it goes like the wife is like, oh, this weirdo's gonna like have sex with me, and he's like, no, I I can't do that. That's why I like these dreams so much. I've I've never experienced that, and I can't. And at night he hooks himself up to tubes like Darth Vader. Yeah. Which there's another image that stuck with me as a kid. I did not like that at all. <laughs> Men with outlet holes in them, <laughs> like, right? Just sticking shit into his stomach at night. This was before you even knew about like cell phone chargers and shit. So like, <laughs> yeah, no, just like this guy's just getting plugged in and they're pouring amino acids in his gut. It's disgusting. <laughs> uh, okay, so now we're getting into the the escape part of the thing so lambert gets we, out and... we have to mention when um he blew up like, one guy blew up vernon he lost his intestinator yeah. and, right yes and, and lambert grabbed it. it like secretively and then handed it to what's his name juniors and right and so they have it now his wife uses her access within kurtwood's apartments to reach out to Lambert's mind and bring him back from being a ghost. And now it's been four months that they've been in there or four months since he got his mind wiped anyway. And now they make this big plan to figure out how the intestinators work and to get them out of themselves. Yeah. Which they do. And that's when I noticed that they were huge, but also they come out squeaky clean, which is surprising for a Stuart Gordon movie. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And they're not covered with blood or poop or anything. And that it, like, came out the mouth. Like, I figured, like, it would be, like, out of, like, a head hole or something, like, in the middle of his head, like, from beyond shit, you know? And these guys nearly die getting it out. Yeah. And... I really don't have much more to the actual end of the movie. Obviously, they get their, their big escape. There's these creepy strike clones, which when they take off the mask, I, I don't, oh, I don't think this stuck with me because I, I think it would have been edited out because I yeah. didn't remember it. It didn't like strike anything in me. These strike clones, but yeah, when they take them off, they're like missing their bottom jaws and they're all white and nasty and they're just like teeth on a face. Dude, they're very creepy looking. Like it, it was shocking when they took off the mask. Yeah, they were the disgusting. So yeah, so they kill a. Sh- Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, like, Lambert, like, gets the arm of one of them, like, the gun arm. And, like, throughout, for the rest of the movie, he has this gun arm that he's running around with. I that moment when he got it and, like, he had to clear out some weird, like, bodily goop that the strike cologne had left inside. Because the the guns are sort of fused to their arms. So he actually had to rip it off of him and then clear out weird brown-gray gunk that stank. And they use those made 30 years earlier. It would have been tripe in there. Oh, that's so gross. Yeah. That they used <laughs> to use that shit on uh, like movie sets and stuff. And like everybody says, like, it's just the grossest thing in the world. Yeah. It looks gross. You can almost smell it when you see it on screen. There's a old Simpsons joke where they're like, they don't expect us to swallow this tripe, do they? And then like the, the, <laughs> meat council is like here have this free tripe <laughs> and like all the kids are eating <laughs> i was like that's disgusting because <laughs> it was just like laid out in like a yeah. fucking dish <laughs> uh, the other thing about tripe too is when you see it in these old those old movies you could always recognize tripe versus you know just weird goopy effects tripe just looks so much grosser on screen yeah <laughs> so i get why they would use it but damn uh, that had to be rough. 
That'd be fucking rough. <laughs> Uh, oh, I do have some other notes on the the ending here. Uh, so they make their way up to you know Kurtwood's apartments. Really great vibe. These squibs are amazing. Yeah. And Jeffrey Combs is the hacker, so he's going to put a virus in there that's going to destroy the entire fortress. But while he's doing that, they give him no cover at all. None. I thought that was so fucked. Like he gets. Spoilers: Jeffrey Combs gets riddled, turned into Swiss cheese <laughs> by Strikeclones, <laughs> and, and it's just Christopher Lambert and like the, the other guys are just like standing there, like hmm, I wish uh, they would hurry up checking their watches. Yeah. Not, not at the ready with these guns after they've already mowed down like thirty Strikeclones, no problem. Yeah, they're just like uh, time to kick back and let a uh, little goggle eyes do his thing. <laughs> Dude, like yeah, but, like they him getting saved shot. Him. There was there was an insane amount of shots into that his body. That blood is on Christopher Lambert's hands. <laughs> but what I love is yes, he was, it was he... insane. Go ahead. I just I was agreeing that it was insane. I was going oh, back to that. I thought you said it was they put in this guy. But what was hilarious was like he got like the code through, and then he got rid of with bullets, and then he had to like get up and then just press enter. <laughs> So even with, like, fucking 900 bullet holes, he was just like, I still got to finish what I got to do and just enter. Was it explained how easily he got in there? Not really, no. He basically just logged in. He knew the password. He guessed. And conveniently, this virus was already there? No, he guessed, like, three different things. Like, one of them was, like, like, one of the passcodes was, like, Crime doesn't pay or something. <laughs> I, that was the winning one, I thought. Crime yeah, doesn't pay. Yeah, I think so. That uh, would be like just going into it like a Nike server, typing an admin password, just do it. And that's how you get <laughs> in. <laughs> that's how easy it was for him to hack the fortress. That's hilarious. They just use their fucking catchphrases. It's just username admin, and then the password is just their, their catchphrase. Oh man, that's funny. But it, it just seemed like the the virus was also just sitting on their server for I, him. I literally have no idea how where the virus came from or how. Like it's the I guess, only part I really didn't like. I was just like this too too easy, not explained. I didn't even give a shit. I was so enthralled by everything else. Like it right, did, it's, I didn't it's even honestly a me. minor quibble. In the scope of how awesome the whole escape was. Yeah. So they get out, they steal a truck, and they make it across the border to Mexico, and they they get to a barn, and so now it's just left with... uh, Yeah, I was going to say, by then, it's only him and his wife. Clifton and 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 Lambert's wife. Yeah. And they have the kid, and I read on Wikipedia that this ending was deleted in some releases, but just to show how... Uh, sadistic this movie and Stuart Gordon are the truck comes to life and kills Clifton before Lambert can destroy it I hmm I thought Clifton died of mine he dies there yeah yeah Clifton oh. die, gets killed by the truck at the barn yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying like that no, didn't happen in some of the versions. Like he oh, never died. No, no. Well, Wikipedia said there were some releases that basically ended on the child's birth and didn't show the truck kill them. Although I don't know how well I believe that because 
I vividly remember this happening when I watched it on TV in 1994. Yeah, and if it was on TV, like, that's where it would be cut from. Right. Huh. Especially, like, for time. And I always remember, too, that that was also scary, that even once you're escaped, trucks can come to life and kill you. You're never really (laughs) free. (laughs) I thought it was so mean. Yeah. (laughs) Couldn't just be God, but it's such a good ending. I oh man, I love this movie. I it's would put great. it in my top twenty-five movies ever because it's, it's so fast-paced. It looks so good. The action is really good. The ideas are horrifying, and the cast is amazing. It hasn't earned top twenty-five for me yet, but like, dude, it it was. I was. I haven't been like this involved in a movie like watching it where like. I don't know, man. It's been a while. Like, like an older movie. It is truly gripping. Me too. I was yeah. just watching. I mean, I took a lot of notes, but I was just like, damn, I just, I want to see everything. And I think I really probably didn't need to take as many notes as I did. Cause also this one really stuck with me even watching it now. I mean, I yeah. know I'd seen it before, but not in a lot of years. I was going to say, when was so, the last time like, you watched it before this? Maybe 10 or 12 years ago. Okay. Yeah, that's a long enough time to not... Long enough that I really forgot. I, basically, all that was remained was the nostalgia and the fear <laughs> from when yeah. I was a kid. Not anything from the last time I'd seen it. Yeah. I, I loved it, man. I, so, thought, I thought it was a great choice. Yeah, so definitely yes. cult. We should be watching this one more often, talking about it. Get it back in Stuart Gordon's Do- filmography when we're talking about him. Why, well, why is it left out? Yeah, he died last year, man. Like, let's live on his memory. We wouldn't fucking give this thing the proper fucking do justice. What pissed right. me off was I looked at it last night, like, trying to buy the Blu-ray. And it's one of those ones that Miramax put yep. out. And it's, like, first time on Blu-ray. There's no special features or anything. And it's, like, 60 fucking bucks right now. They did the same thing well, with Hellraiser 7. Fortunately, like, I have faith in us always being ahead of the curve. So somebody's going to come around and within the oh, next six months and put out a badass release of it, this. It always happens. That's the best part is like whenever we do that's these, great. it always happens. But the thing that sucks we is should like, have more followers. <laughs> I don't get it. Like there's one guy out there who's like pulling the strings of this shit and he's not telling us that he lives. He's a fan. Yeah, I that's think what it is. Yeah. Because literally, well, after because we we're against the uh, the intestinators and the lobotomies, and he's for them. He wants to put those pain chips in people. <laughs> he knows we don't want that, but he wants to make his money on cult films. So he's he's what got I a will, lot of interests. What I agree will, on some, not so much on others. Yeah, what I will say though about like a a crazy Blu-ray release or something now that sucks is we did lose Stuart Gordon, so we won't get an audio commentary that it deserves. Mm. Like I would, dude, that's one that would be really fucking good to listen well, to. Well, I think would they have announced it? Maybe it was in the works, and they're still finalizing the disc that's going to come out in six months. <laughs> I didn't see anything about it. I'm gonna I'm gonna hope for it. Yeah, but like I, I think that would have been cool. But like, if if they can just throw together like, like if we can have some cool features, like even like maybe like interview the people that were in it, like now, what their experience yeah, was. Christopher in it. Lambert. I would argue that this is his best film. I, I this movie is better than Islander. The only other Christopher Lambert mo- movie I know is Mortal Kombat. I I've never Let watched me Islander. Check what I know from him. 
Can I just say, uh, I did like, watch his weird Beowulf, which was terrible. How great he is with his voice, man! Like Christopher Lambert's voice is so crazy because, like, he does that voice, you know, like that, or like whatever. Right. And then, and then there are times like he's just talking normal. Like I don't know which what's real on him. Right. Like sometimes that a little bit of accent comes through. And then something he has almost like a gravelly, more subdued John Claude Van Damme. Yeah, that, that's a good way to put it. But like it comes and it goes like it stays most of the time. But there's times when it goes away. It's really strange. Because if it sounds well, like he's putting it on. Because it's like just so like we'll, weird, like nobody does. Nobody has that voice besides him. Yeah. You're right. That very specific accent. It's not even just like a French accent. It's just like, Christopher like if, Lambert's voice. If Christopher Lambert called you up on the phone right now and didn't even introduce himself, he'd just like, hello, how's it going? Like, you'd be like, holy shit, that's Christopher Lambert. Hi, Christopher right. Lambert. It, it, it sounds like he's he begins to try to hide his French accent and then <laughs> thinks, why would I do that? So he has both a French and an American accent at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it, man. I think it's great. All right. I think that's all I got for Fortress. How about you? Uh, yeah. Like, like I said, man, never heard of it. Fucking loved it. Absolutely loved it. So far, besides like the first transfers, this is this is up there, man. This is the top. Yeah. And since we are dedicated to doing the cult films and any sequels, any yeah. and all sequels they might have, Fortress has one sequel. From 2000, Fortress 2, re-entry. And we will be watching that next. I I don't... I'm not too confident in Fortress 2. It still has Christopher Lambert. It has Christopher Lambert in there. And I'm actually kind of excited because I've kind of been on a Pam Greer kick. And she's in it. Oh, really? I didn't look up anybody else. I just saw the, the poster for it. So I was like, oh, he's back. Cool. At least it's... At least we get him, you know? I was actually looking at the Wikipedia now, and it's kind of funny because she's not listed on the Wikipedia. Okay, don't name any. I want to be surprised. Yeah. Because like I said, when I turned this on and just saw like all those names, I was just like, holy shit, this is going to be fucking good. And I was not let down. All right. So that's it for Fortress. And we'll see you next time with its sequel. Anything else before we go? Uh, Yeah, just... Keep track of your intestinators, people. Yellow is pain. Red is death. (laughs) See ya. Bye.